animal attacks are a serious problem that can have devastating consequences for both the victim and the animal. Every year, thousands of people are injured or killed by animals, and the number of attacks is on the rise. There are many reasons why animals attack people. Some animals, such as predators, are naturally aggressive and may attack if they feel threatened or if they're protecting their young. Other animals, such as pets, may attack if they are not properly socialized or if they are feeling pain or fear. Regardless of the reason, animal attacks can be very dangerous. Even a small animal can cause serious injuries and larger animals can kill. In today's episode, I'll be talking about and playing 911 calls where animals viciously attacked people. I'll talk about a number of different animal attacks and in some cases, how to protect yourself during an attack. Prepare to be shocked at this one. Welcome back to Music City 911. Nine one one. What's the address Hi. of your emergency? Hi. I'm a shark attack. Shark attack outside a marathon. Okay, where exactly are you? Give us the coordinates. Okay. <laughs> we need an air rescue, please. It's really bad. Okay. Okay, where in marathon are you, sir? Dude, how do I see where I am? Here on the screen. Where do I see where I am? Come on, come on. There you go, Are you are you by boot key? Sombrero, sombrero. Please, as fast as you can. He's bleeding really bad. Okay, give me give me one second, sir. I'm gonna dispatch the ambulance. Please, a helicopter. Please, we need an airlift. Please. Please. Where's he bleeding from? He's bleeding from his side. It's a really big from gap. His side. All right. I need you to take a clean towel and apply direct pressure to the wound. If it keeps bleeding, I need I need you to put another towel, t-shirt, whatever, over the top of it. Here, 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 here. Over the top of it. Just keep piling them on. Please send a helicopter. He's leaving. We're doing that. Hold on. Right now, my phone, I don't care what the What's your password? What's your password? This is Coast Guard Detective Q. That's Command Center. This is Mr. Wheatley. Hi. Hi. I need hey, a chopper. I need hey, a chopper. Shark attack. I need a chopper. Hold on. Sure. Hold on and let me talk. We have a water emergency off of Marathon. I can give you the GPS of the caller when you're ready. Can I say that coordinates? Yep. Go ahead. Go ahead. North. What, uh, you have a geographical right to the side. Is that again, sir? He is Shark ocean bite to the side. Of Shark bite to the side, okay. Please, it's really bad. It's, it's, there's a lot of blood, please. I need a helicopter, please. How close are you to land? I'm not that far at all. Probably two or three miles. In, what, uh, what do you want? I, I need... He's off of Sombrero Beach. We're in a 24 regulator with twin Yamahas. Oh, my 24-foot regulator. 24-foot yellow regulator with yellow odds. Twins, okay. How old is the guy? How long is it going to take for you guys to get here? 
Hold on, sir. It's going to take a little bit. I need some more information from you. Are you guys making way or are you guys stopping? You guys need to start headed towards land. They are headed towards land? I'm telling them they need to head towards land. Yes. Okay, 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 come on. I got you on board the boat. Sir. I just pulled. Do you have the phone number for these guys? Chris, bro, grab this Daniel, get my phone right here. Get my phone. Get it, doctor. Sir, is he on board the boat? Hello? Yes, he's on board the boat. Purchase is on board the boat, okay. Whoever is on the phone, I need to know what marina you are heading into. We're right off Sombrero. I don't know what the marina is called. We're heading into Sombrero, from Sombrero. Okay, how long would it take you to get there? Ten minutes. Ten minutes? Okay. Yes. How many, how many people are on your boat? Go, go ahead and start making way if you can. Yes, we're making way. Okay, what, what speed are you going? Uh... Like, I'm going to start going 30 miles an hour now, 35. Okay, do you have a marina that you're going to go to? I see the seven-mile bridge. I'm going to go to the... the, the go to seven-mile grill. Go to the seven-mile grill, Sunset Grill, right there at the seven-mile bridge, and I will have the ambulance meet you there. Right on the left, on the uh, east side. Okay, yep. You're going to coordinate, uh, ma'am, uh, EMS, to meet him there? Yes. Alright, I'm getting an ambulance dispatched out there. I have to hang up. I okay. I'm on my main radio. Okay, I'll uh, keep them on. Can we see if they can stay on the line? Sir, okay. Still there. Me disconnecting. You should still stay on. Twenty-year-old Kevin Blanco was spearfishing with friends in Marathon, Florida a small island that's part of the Florida Keys, the southernmost area in the continental United States. He had what he described as a dream fish on his line when it swam into some rocks and got tangled up. Kevin had to return to the surface for air before returning to try and retrieve the fish. While at around 70 feet underwater, a 9 to 10 foot bull shark weighing in an estimated 500 pounds appeared out of nowhere and bit the spear fisherman twice in the left leg. Miraculously, the shark let go and swam off. Kevin described the event as like being hit by a truck. During the trip back to shore, his friends called 911. One of the things I stress in the show is to always know your address. They had no address. They were in a boat miles out in the ocean. Because of this, it was very important for the caller to relay the description of the boat just in case they needed to do an air rescue with a helicopter. That area of Florida, there are a ton of boats out on the water. Knowing that it was a 24-foot boat with engines he described would have helped greatly in finding the boat and the victim. Luckily, at this point, they were only two to three miles out from shore and managed to make it to a nearby dock and meet with rescuers. They transported him to an awaiting helicopter that landed on a bridge nearby and airlifted him to a hospital where he has already had two surgeries and is scheduled for a third. He was very lucky though. The teeth of the shark missed an artery by inches. Had the artery been cut, we might not be talking about this the same way. 
Kevin is expected to make a full recovery and plans to continue with his spear fishing in the future. While shark attacks are pretty rare, they do happen. And Florida is the shark bite capital of the world, likely because so many people are in the water there. In 2022, there were 57 unprovoked attacks around the world, and 16 of those were in Florida. This year, including Kevin's attack, there were a total of three attacks in just a few days. The others, a fisherman who got bit in the foot while he had a shark out of the water after catching it, and the other, a 13-year-old who was waist-deep in water and bitten by a four-foot bull shark in the arms and stomach. That one, she had to punch at the shark to get it to leave her alone. She also isn't letting this keep her out of the water, though. She was invited to a shark-tagging expedition with Nova Southeastern University and jumped at the opportunity because she wants to be a marine biologist. Just days after being attacked, she was back in the water with sharks, even managing to pet a nurse shark and a large tiger shark that swam by. I hope this doesn't scare anyone out of the water, but I do want everyone to be very aware of their surroundings and be situationally aware if you see a large fish swimming towards you. If you are attacked by a shark, you have to fight. Go for their eyes, nose, and the gills behind their mouth, all of which are very sensitive areas and would likely stop an attack. Our next call, while not as rare as a shark attack, is pretty unique in what happened. Location of your emergency. Oh, Hello. I had a bulletin constrictor stuck to my my face. Ma'am, you have a what? Bullet constrictor. You have a boa constrictor stuck. It's a house. I'm outside with it. You're outside with a boa constrictor stuck to your face. Yes. Okay. I just rescued it yesterday. Please. You arrested the boa constrictor yesterday. I rescued it. You rescued it. Okay. Sam. Yeah. Okay, ma'am. How old are you? I'm 45. All right. Stay on the line, please. Wait. I've never heard of this before. I I don't even know what. Ma'am, I've notified the ambulance. Is the the. Ma'am, I've notified the ambulance and the fire and the uh, police department. The, so the boat constrictor has a hold of your nose. Yes. Can you pry its jaw open if you pick no, its jaw? No, I'm There's blood everywhere. Okay, and it won't. Its jaw won't open. No. Okay, how big of a snake are we talking, ma'am? It's like five and a half feet. Five and a half feet? And you said you rescued it yesterday? Yes, I rescued two. You rescued two? Is the other one put away? Yes. Okay. All of my snakes are put away. How many snakes do you have, ma'am? I have 11. You have 11 snakes? They're all ball playtimes except for these two I rescued. Okay. Please. Ma'am, I have an ambulance. Oh, Ma'am, the ambulance and the police are coming. Are you having any difficulty breathing oh. or swallowing? Ma'am, are you having any difficulty yes. breathing or swallowing? Oh. Are you having any difficulty breathing or swallowing? I can't hear you. Are you having any difficulty breathing or yes, swallowing? Yes, I'm on the ground. Okay, are you having, diffi- okay, are you having difficulty breathing, ma'am? No, I'm just scared. Okay, and is, do you know if the snake is poisonous? No, it's not poisonous. It's not poisonous? Okay, and are, you're, are you outside or out front? Oh, God, hurry, please. Ma'am, the ambulance and the police are coming. Are you outside or out front? Oh, outside, up front. You're out in the front? Okay. Yes. 
I don't want you to move, ma'am, okay? Is I it, can't. Okay. Oh. Is the snake wrapped around you, or does it just have a hold of your he's nose? He's around my leg, and my phone, he's got my nose. He's around your waist, and he has your nose? Oh. Paramedics rushed to the scene and found the caller, who was to remain anonymous, with the five-and-a-half-foot-long boa constrictor biting her on the nose and completely wrapped around her neck, squeezing hard. Attempts were made to pry the snake's mouth open to loosen the grip of the bite enough to remove it from the woman, but it wouldn't let go. A quick decision had to be made. One of the medics pulled out a pocket knife and managed to cut the snake's head off, which made it let go. The woman was then transported to a nearby hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. The dispatcher on this call could be heard saying, I've never heard of this before. Something like this is a huge oddity. I can't recall ever having someone call in to anyone I work with that had something like this. We've had plenty of snake bites before, but they've all been from people out in the woods somewhere that happened upon a venomous snake. In America every year, there are around seven to 8,000 snake bites, but these are all from venomous snakes. I'm not even sure if there's a number kept anywhere of non-venomous snake bites that occur. Officials have said they believe this bite occurred because the snake wasn't used to being in new surroundings yet. She had just rescued the snake the day before and was already handling it. Most sources I found say that they would wait at least a week before trying to do anything with the snake. As I said, definitely an oddity. And the next call, it's definitely not one that's common either. Actress Katherine Heigl, a passionate animal advocate who has saved over 16,000 dogs, says she's been seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. She believes there's a link between canine health and diet. After extensive research, she developed Superfood Complete, a dog food pack with over 30 wholesome ingredients, including superfoods beneficial for your furry friend. Superfood Complete isn't just about deliciousness, though dogs love the taste. It's about supporting overall well-being. In addition to providing a healthy option for your pet, Badlands Ranch, the maker of Superfood Complete, also supports the Jason DeBus Heigl Foundation, which helps rescue countless dogs and find them loving homes. Dogs across America are trying this food and loving it. Go to badlandsranch.com mc901 and order right now to get up to 50% off your regular priced order with a 90-day money-back guarantee. If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to badlandsranch.com slash mc901 today. Nine one one. Where's the emergency? Oh, we're in Split Rock Reservoir on a track, and me and two other scouts went hiking. My scoutmaster went to a cave, and a bear is in the cave with him. What happened? Uh, we're in Split Rock Reservoir, and me and two other scouts we went hiking. My scoutmaster went to a cave, and he says there's a bear in the cave. Okay, and did he come out of the cave? No, he's still in there right now. He's still in there. Yeah. Okay, hold on, hold on. Wait, where are we? What? Don't hang up, okay? Okay, I won't hang up, I promise. Three. All right, what, um, what else is around you? Like, what, you know, what trail are you on, you said? 
the blue trail. You're on the blue trail. Any idea how far in you guys are? Mike, did you know how far in we are? No. You don't know how far? How long have you guys been walking for? What time did you get there? Oh, uh, we probably got here at like 11.30. About what time? 11.30. All right, 11.30 they've been walking. Yeah. Would you like me to go on the trail okay. so you can spot me? Where did you go in? On the blue trail. But where, like, did you guys enter? Oh, like a parking lot. Oh, uh, the parking lot? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, a dead-end parking lot. A dead-end parking lot? Yeah. All right. We're just up there. Yeah. That phone. I don't Wait, know. what do you think? I don't like. I don't want any of you to get lost in the woods. What? Can you hear me? My scoutmaster just said get some. It's talking. He's still okay. He that, said to get some food to get the bear away. That what? My scoutmaster just suggested that we get food to put the bear away. He, he's still okay. He's okay. Yeah, he's okay. He's, but where's the bear? Yeah, we got that. What? Where's the bear at? In the cave. He's in the cave. Okay. With the, my scoutmaster. You're actually pretty busy over here. All right. Do you have... Yeah. All right. Are we responding over there? Do I have what? Do you, what's he want you to do? Get food to get yeah. the bear out? Yeah. Do you suggest okay. we do that or just let, and let him stay until you guys come? What do you... Do you have food with you? Yeah. Yo. Me. Me. What? Are you going in the cave? No. Do not go in the cave. Okay. Tell them not to go in the cave. Okay. All right. They're looking for you guys, all right? Okay. Thank you. Just stay on the line with me, though, okay? Okay. You guys are doing great. Thank you. Thank you. Hello. Is not an Yeah. What's up? Yeah. Who's this, Matt? Okay. Wait, excuse me? Yes. Okay, Matt. Are they coming in cars or are they walking in the woods? I believe they're walking or have uh, ATVs. Okay. They're walking or they have ATVs. Okay, thank you. Wait, excuse me? Yes. Uh, we're off the blue trail, so can we, should we have someone come on the blue trail, like we're, we're on the road? Because we were off the blue trail a little bit. We're like, we're on it, but where it is, like, I don't think you can get any ATVs nearby. Yeah, are you, do you want us to go by the lake? Go where? By, there's a lake near us. You see the lake? Yeah, we can see it. We'll all go by it. Wait, I don't want, no, because I don't want you guys to keep moving. Where are you at right now? We're staying at the end of the blue trail. You're at the end of the blue trail? Oh, wait, well, we're not at the end. We're at an intersection between the blue trail and the road. Wait, say that again? Wait, wait, is this the yellow trail? We're at the intersection between the blue trail and the yellow trail. Okay. All right, they're at the intersection of the blue trail and the yellow trail. Yeah, between two lakes. What's that? Between two lakes. All right, they're saying they're in between two lakes. 
We're not sure who. Okay. It's not moving anymore. It stopped? Yeah. I'm not sure what it is. Do you want me to send me stay here and two scouts go check it out? Okay. Hold on. Hold on. It's not moving. I see someone walking, but I can't tell who it is. They're walking? Yeah, they're not walking towards us. Nobody has them. They're yelling, but they said the person stopped now. Whoever had the flashing lights. Okay. All right. 
to go tell them to come over here? Ma'am. Frankie, we think we have somebody, yeah. We don't see them. We see the flashing lights, but they're not coming towards us. All right, the flashing lights, they were heading towards you? In the right direction? They're going on the wrong trail. They're going on the wrong trail. Can we go get them? Can you see them? Yeah. Yes. They're yelling. They're all yelling. We hear them. Tell them they're going in the wrong way. Over here. All right, all right. We see them coming our way. Over here, pulling Frankie, you with them? You got them? They're with you? Frankie. Who is this? Sergeant Taylor. Kikatinny? Yep. All right. This is Rockaway Township. Thank you. Bye. This call was abbreviated. The full call lasted nearly an hour and a half. It took crews that long to get a helicopter up and to spot exactly where the Boy Scouts that were calling were actually located. Before any details about this are talked about, another call was placed later on. 911, where's the emergency? Um, Foot Rock Reservoir, Blue Trail, I was mauled by a bear. Uh, okay, okay, okay. I'm out, of, I'm out of the cave. Okay, you're out of the cave, but where are you, sir? Okay. Um, How bad are you injured? Pretty bad. Okay, you're bleeding? It's, it's subsided. I'm right off the Blue Trail. As you head up towards the cliff. Um, okay, you're on the dark blue or light blue trail? Um, I'm not sure. I think it's the light blue trail. Okay, yeah, we believe it to be the light blue trail. You're on the light blue trail now? Yes. Okay, I'm, near uh, where, though, sir? I'm halfway up the cliff. I, halfway the up? Into, the bear pulled me into the cave and mauled me. Okay, okay. You're on the light blue trail, halfway up the cliff? Uh, we're getting information. In the, in the talus field. In the what field? In the rock fields, I can see the road from where I am right now. What road can you see? Charlottesburg Reservoir Road. Okay, hold on. He went the wrong way. Okay. He has to go back towards the reservoir and then head. Okay, the bird has to go back toward the reservoir. He went the wrong way. Head up towards the Pine Barrens. I hear another one. Where are the kids? They're out on the blue trail. The kids are okay. I can see where the blue trail intersects the road. I don't see them. Okay. You're at the blue road and Charlottesburg Road? Yeah. No, no I'm, I can't move. I just made it out of the cliff. I can't move at all now. Okay, but you're on the blue road, light blue road? Blue trail, yes. The light blue trail? Okay. But yet you... right overhead right now. All right. Okay, the bird is right overhead from you? Yes, sir. Okay, the bird is right overhead from him now. The bird is right overhead from the victim. Okay, the helicopter has has seen them. Okay. So that's that's good, yeah. So we have an idea where they are. And he knows where they are. I'm sorry about this. 
What's that? Me, I'm sorry about all this. He no, no, no. Listen, there's not, listen, there's nothing to be sorry about. Okay, let's just get you taken care of, okay? Forget yes, the apologies. Sir. That's the last of our concern. Okay. All right? Yeah. Where, where are you bleeding, sir? Where are you bleeding? Your leg or arm? Left arm, left leg, neck, and head. Left arm, leg, neck, and head. Yes, sir. Okay. You got me good. Okay. Do you have any uh, anything that you could, like, put direct... Which one's bleeding the worst? I can't tell. Okay, okay, okay. I understand that. Where are you injured, sir? All over. All over? Yeah. I hear people coming. You hear people? Start, yes, yell, start, start yelling for them. I... If you can, just yell. Let them know. The victim hears hears our guys. Okay, you have contact with the victim. Okay, I have the guy here. He says he can hear. Hey! He's yelling to them. They're walking towards me. They're coming towards you. Yes, sir. This all happened back in 2015. I'm not sure if the current GPS technology that's available now was available in that area of New Jersey when it happened, but I'm thinking probably not because it took so long for them to find the boys and their scout leader. 50-year-old Christopher Petronino took the three Boy Scouts into the woods and were planning on exploring a small cave that he had been to several times. Once they got into the cave, a bear that was inside grabbed the man by the foot and pulled him further inside. He was able to give the children his phone and told them to leave the cave and call for help. While inside the cave, the bear bit and scratched him on the legs, shoulders, and head, but left him with non-life-threatening injuries. He did hit the bear in the head twice with a rock hammer that he had with him and then pulled his sweatshirt over his head and moved into the fetal position to try and protect himself from any further attacks. The bear stopped with that attack but remained close enough to the victim that he could hear him huffing. Eventually, the bear exited the cave and the scout leader did the same, which is when he called 911. Chris was taken to a local hospital and fully recovered. He told reporters that he had been going to that cave since the 1980s and had never seen a bear in or around it before. Nothing was said if the bear was ever found after that. I have one more call for you, and this one is by far the craziest one of them all. What's going on? I got attacked by a zebra. You got attacked by a, a what? Send a squad quick. Okay, what attacked you? A zebra. A zebra? Yes, a horse. Okay, are you, is there anybody with you that's injured or just you? It's just me right now. Okay, where's the zebra at? In the field with me. I got a fire here. Okay, is your arm... Okay, we're starting a medic now. Listen, is your arm still attached? You what? Did he did he bite your arm? Did he Oh hell yeah. Okay, is it still attached? Is it still attached, sir? Come before it gets me again. Okay, okay, listen. What? Give me a give me a helicopter. 
Okay. Is your arm still attached, sir? I don't think so. You don't think don't so? Know. Are you heavily bleeding? Yeah. Okay. Do you have any kind of cloth or anything you can put around your arm and hold pressure? I, mean, I can't even get up. Huh? I can't even get off the ground. Okay. Okay. Can you put pressure for what's on no. your arm against the ground? No, I can't move. Okay. Okay. Stay on here with me. I'm getting you help, okay? Yeah. Uh, How old are you, honey? I'm 72 years old. 72? Okay. 72-year-old Ronald Clifton owns a farm in Ohio and has kept a few zebras as pets for years. While Ronald was burning some brush in one of his fields, this zebra came up from behind him and bit him on the arm around the elbow, nearly amputating his arm. He called 911 and help was dispatched. Rescue crews arrived to find Ronald covered in blood laying on the ground and unable to move. One of the sheriff's deputies that was first on the scene managed to position his police vehicle between the victim and the zebra. It was reported that the zebra rammed the vehicle, but was scared off when one of the deputies sounded his siren. EMS was able to scoop him up and transport him to a local hospital where emergency surgery was performed to try and save the man's arm. While trying to figure out what to do with the zebra, it continued to remain aggressive, repeatedly charging at the people there on the scene. One of the people there managed to scare it away briefly with a large stick, but it still continued to turn towards everyone and run at them. A decision was made to put the animal down. Body-worn camera footage from one of the deputies shows the zebra walking towards him, and the animal was shot once in the head with a shotgun. For what they had there, it was the quickest way to dispatch the animal. Most people might think of zebras as having the same temperament as a normal horse. That isn't the case at all. They're known to be extremely aggressive and territorial. They've been known to bite humans and even have fights with other zebras to the death. The owner, who remained in the hospital an extended amount of time, is expected to not lose his arm. That's going to be all for this one. If you'd like more calls like this, I suggest going back and listen to the original When Animals Attack episode, which was released in July of last year. Also, any episode that mentions tiger attacks, which, believe it or not, there were more than one of. If you want to hear something extra that is crime-related, head over to Patreon, where I've uploaded audio from an interview I did with Bob Mata from Defense Diaries, where we talked about the Johnny Clark and Lisa Straw murders, from a couple episodes back. If you're already on Patreon, you've likely already had a listen to it, as it's been available for several days now. Continue to recommend the show to anyone who would like to listen, and keep on coming with those five-star ratings and reviews. That all really does help. Until next time, for Music City 911, I'm Brandon, and y'all have a good one.